Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is another episode of Hot Takes and Protein Shakes with yours truly, Tony Capobianco. Today is Monday, February 6, 2023. And this podcast is brought to you in part by Redcon One. Redcon One is America's favorite new supplement brand where they carry everything for your fitness needs, whether it be pre-workout protein, energy, fat burners, muscle builders, recovery apparel, and so much more. And if you go to their website, redcon1.com, you can actually enter to win a new and fully loaded Ford Bronco. That thing looks mighty tasty. I mean, I wasn't into the Bronco up until recently and might be my, it's got me thinking. <laughs> it's it's got it did a little inception on me. So who knows? Maybe I might trade in my Colorado for one of those. But with all that being said, you can save up to twenty percent on your order by entering the promo code T twenty Tony Tell Jokes. That's right. You can save up to twenty percent off your order on RedCon1.com if you use the promo code T twenty Tony Tell Jokes. And speaking of jokes, I am very excited because this Friday, the 10th, I'm going to be down in Memphis at the Junts Comedy Club. Very looking forward to that for their monthly roast battle. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a good time. It's been a minute since I've done a roast battle, and I I don't know who I'm going up against, but uh, with... uh, to put it simply, I am gonna do my absolute best to eviscerate them. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. If my history of uh, roast battles have taught me anything, is to go heavier on the funny and uh, lesser on the mean. I mean, there still needs to be some mean in there in the formula, but more emphasis on the funny. So, I mean, uh, like I still want them to like you know feel it when they wake up the following morning, but. Eh, we're going to take it from a different angle this time around. So, yeah, that's going to be at the Junt Comedy Club on Friday, February 10th in Memphis, Tennessee. So very much looking forward to that. And my guest on this week's episode is the one and only Kay Borges. Now, Kay is also a uh, fellow bodybuilder. She's also has a history of martial arts, including MMA and a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And we discuss... A lot about you know history of like of that martial art, the discipline required for that, as well as her upcoming bodybuilding competition and so much more. She was such a great fun to talk with. Plus, I mean, I studied martial arts for ten years, so it's good to like you know jump back into whatever muscle memory is still left over from that. You know, because like this was like probably the first time I remember how to do like three katas and. Uh, multiple different kinds of horse stances. <laughs> so we discuss her regimen, her thoughts on nutrition. We also talk about um, uh, the sweeping trend of uh, women at the gym calling out creeps on camera. So there's a lot to be said about that. And you'll be surprised by the amount of uh, conspiracy theories that just keep popping up. I don't know if it says that about me or if just the the theme of the discussion. Either way, we had a great talk, and without further ado, let's get into the show. And here we are with Kay Borges. Borges? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so you know, I feel like we just had a little mini dissertation on how to pronounce. I mean, I'm one to talk. 
Because my last name is Capo Bianco. Yeah, there's no no telling. Yeah, yeah, Borges. 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 There we go. Okay. Yeah, you said it was a uh, Portuguese. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, Indianapolis. Out of, yeah, Indianapolis. Nice. Now, like, how long have you been here in uh, Nashville? A little over a year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we uh, were introduced through a mutual friend, Dion, who uh, also is a trainer over at Redcon and. Also, interesting enough, aside from bodybuilding and being a fitness coach, you're also into MMA. <laughs> yep. I fought in my uh, early 20s. I dabbled in the arts, a little bit of everything. Nice. So. And uh, now, what, uh, what particular discipline would you say you're kind of like uh, focusing on at the moment? At the moment or mm. when I fought? Well, I mean, well, when you fought. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu... Taekwondo, a little bit of judo, mm. mixture of everything, like a kickboxing style, like a Dutch style kickboxing. Yeah, would you describe more of a as a striker, or would you see yourself more as a grappler? Pretty even split, I'd say, because really? I did a little boxing. I boxed as an amateur. That was so fun. And then I transitioned into MMA. And so my first fight, all I wanted to do was stand up, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got, you know, more skilled in, in takedowns and my ground game. But as far as fighting goes, everybody wants to, wants to strike. You want to see the action. Oh, of so. course. I mean, like I'm sure whenever you watch it on TV, you're like, all right, what would I do in that situation? Because mm -hmm. when you're in it, it's a lot different than versus just watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you working on defending yourself, you're also working on your strategy. It's like playing, ch it's like playing chess while being punched in the face. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of, it's, yeah, it's kind of weird to have like a strategy. Meanwhile, there's like a foot coming towards your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like what strategy? A lot of it comes down to just, um, you know, muscle memory. Mm -hmm. Just the quick reaction. You honestly don't have time to think. You just yeah. react. Yeah, it's just like, you know, your your brain takes a back seat and your body just works on its own. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's very instinctual muscle memory and it's like... Like where, like where is where do you think your brain goes, when uh, whenever you were fighting? Like... Whenever I was fighting, oh goodness, man! Well, I was young too, mm. and fighting in a bunch in front of a bunch of people was so nerve wracking. I was more like stage fright than I was like, okay, this door is closing behind me, and she's gonna try to kick my ass. So I wasn't, <laughs> I was less concerned about her than I was just being in front of people. Ah, <laughs> so that so that was like the one that kind of like. Just kind of like wasn't expecting because like, cause when you're at the gym and you're training in like the octagon, then, yeah, you've done this millions of times. Mm -hmm. But how often do you do it in front of complete strangers? Mm -hmm. Plus, you got cameras, you got lights, you got, you know, people cheering and like, you know, all this other extra elements you weren't expecting. Like, the, was that like your first time around when you first fought like the stage fight? Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel it as much with boxing. Cause boxing, at least when I did the amateur fights, you know, they didn't have lights on the crowd. So it was just like everything was like tunnel vision to the ring. It was just me and this girl and I was all padded up too. So I was like, yeah, you know, she can hit me. It's fine. Uh, but with the uh, fight, my first fight, like there was just lights so I could see the crowd and there was like hundreds of people there. And I was just this 120 pounds soaking wet, you know. Come coming into that being one of the youngest. I think I was nineteen oh, when wow. I first fought. Yeah, I was a little string bean. Well, so yeah, I figured that'd be like a like a very like a sensory overload. 
Very much. Because not only are you fighting this person, you also got a bunch of noise happening behind you, and you like see people out of the corner, you're like, ah, 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 ah. yeah. So I figured, like, you know, it's a lot of unexpected elements to take in in the middle of a fight. Yeah. Did you feel like at some point you got over the stage fight, though? I think by the third one, I was very comfortable, mm. uh, but I also had a really good a really good coach, good guys in my corner. So, like, I could pick up their voices pretty loud and clear. Okay. You know, because they could pick up on the style. I didn't like to – a lot of people try to game plan. They look up their opponent. They're like, okay, she gets, she's got more ground game. Okay, she's more of a boxer. And then you kind of train into that a little bit. But I didn't want to know. I wanted the surprise. I'm like, let's just show up and figure it out. Mm. Yeah, know? you can't necessarily train for those kind of distractions. Mm-mm. Unless you try to do stand-up or something. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, step into my world. Let's see how that goes. But but that's cool. Plus, with all that, now you're also going into your uh, into a bodybuilding competition later mm-hmm. in the year. So you feel like this is gonna be your first one, right? This will be. I'll I'll say technically my first one. I did one in 2015. Okay. Um, I was super. I was not ready. I should. I I was very very. I was mm, not developed enough. In a okay. lot of different ways. It's, it's, it's a hard thing, and we can get into that if you want to. But, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I figure, I mean, well, you said your very, very, very first one. So do you feel like that, that is it more like this one doesn't count? Yeah, it, it really doesn't count. Um, you know, I, I prepped for a show. I did bikini, you know. Again, I was, I was much smaller, um, but I wasn't ready for it, mm. you know, and I think that was in part, you know, the coach that I was working with at the time, um, just advising me. And I got to the point where I was just like, hey, I don't actually think I want to do this. I'm not ready, you know. But she was like, oh, go do it. You know, just get up on stage. So then it took me a while. So and that was that was 2015. So here we are again. And uh, post uh, post powerlifting, I'm like, I need something. So you feel like you're better prepared for it this time around? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Because you feel like plus. Uh, when you went on stage, I mean, th- was that also your first uh, experience with, like, you know, a crowd and, like, you know, stage and, uh, I guess, stage fright, I guess? That's a different kind of stage fright because you're in heels. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, don't trip, don't trip, don't trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, like, the only thing on your mind? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, besides the fact that you're, like, standing up there in a bikini for people to judge you. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Imagine trying to fight in heels. No. I would take them <laughs> off. <laughs> or just try to you know, take your opponent out with Yeah. <laughs> Use it against them. Is that, is that part of the rules? Yeah, it doesn't say you can't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So now you're going into it later this year. Mm-hmm. And you said you're uh, bouncing back between either, uh, what was it, um, wellness and bikini? Yeah. So just kind of feeling it out which way you're going to go? Yeah. So we're growing, right? Mm. We're growing a lot. A lot of lower body. But I love it. I love the training style. Um, And we're going to kind of see and feel it out. Because at the lower level, you know, it's still kind of not really quite sure what we're looking at here. But you could could be bikini. You could be wellness. Um, The meat, you know, is kind of the similar as far as like stage presence and the way you're going to present yourself too. So we'll kind of see. And if if I get really hooked on it and I want to go beyond that and maybe go um to a national level then i think bikini would be the route nice yeah yeah plus i would think because like you know you've had experience doing this before but now you feel like you're a little more prepared to do it now do you ever feel like like during the training and all like in the nutrition and all that 
do you, like how often do you feel tempted to just go off the rails? <laughs> well, right now it's easy. Right now we're not into the woods. Talk talk to me in uh talk to me around like August, you know. <laughs> See how hungry I am then. <laughs> yeah, it's usually when you come down to the water like the last month or two mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah. "Oh, we yeah. just like white knuckling everything." What try not to watch food commercials. It's oh. terrible. Oh, try not watching food shows. No. No, that can't. was my thing during COVID. Like I just fell down that rabbit hole of watching uh like Hell's Kitchen and nailed it. Yeah, and, the cooking shows. Oh, yeah, forget it. So, yeah, that's how I, I don't know, that was like a weird way of trying to offset. Uh, like I was just feeding my eyes instead of my face. Yeah. Were you prepping? I was. Okay. But then, uh, well, then plans changed. Plus, I mean, like we were talking earlier, I mean, when you have you have your fingers in so many things, because I got this, I got the pro, I got stand up, I got my regular work. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I don't want to spread myself too thin, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I have to make some sacrifices. So unfortunately, I want to prepare, prepare for a contest. But, you know, life happens. You got you to gotta make a sacrifice. Bodybuilding is one of those things where it's 24-7. It is. It really is. And I'd say of all of it, like the nutrition is probably the hardest part. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you have a routine, yeah, it gets a lot easier over time, but... Man, like every time I go into the grocery store, I just see like, you know, it's it's almost Valentine's Day. I see all that, <laughs> just all the all that chocolate and candy. I'm like, oh, my God. No you way. pass the rotisserie chicken and it's just like wafting <sighs> in your face. Oh, it's yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, when I walk down the frozen food section, you really have this whole wall of ice cream. And it's just like, you know, just. <laughs> just don't look. Like, yeah, just don't like look. those horse blinders. Just don't you know go down I mean? that aisle. Just oh, avoid it. But, that, but that's where my frozen bread is. My, <laughs> My, bougie. Yeah, my yeah my Ezekiel bread is yeah, right across from the Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ima- yeah. Imagine like the whole like new fork in the road sort of thing. Ah, the temptation. Oh, it's always there. Plus, like, I mean, he, being here in Nashville, I mean, the food down here is amazing, and you could yeah. It's so good. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, when I moved here a little over a year ago, you got I got a freshman fifteen like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Obviously, being able to try to offset that. I mean, try driving past a crumble cookie and not feel anything. <laughs> You're evil if you don't feel anything. Oh. I mean, like, you have no soul. No. Crumble is so good. You d- yeah, it is, yeah, it is so good because, I, like, I've, to- I've told this story before, but I once had, I went off the rails. I had four cookies. Yeah. In one sitting. In one city. That's a sugar crash. Oh, oh sure. God. Yeah, my sugar levels just took a nosedive and first cookie hangover I've ever had. Never mind alcohol. Worth I don't it? even drink anymore. Worth it? Do you remember the flavors? Let's see. It was, they changed them every week. So right. it was for the regular chocolate chip. I want to say there was like a peanut butter chocolate one, uh, maybe a mint, and like a brown sugar maple cinnamon Ooh. sort of thing yeah it was bad yeah but so good <laughs> yeah it was like what did what did i do to myself they're so good have you ever been in there and like watched them make it yeah it's i mean like pounds of butter oh my Just... god <laughs> as soon as you walk in walk on a crumble i'm like oh god take my money that's <laughs> <laughs> what i'm here for oh it's it's so welcoming and you know, even that this that that wall of 
sugar uh, and like baked goodies just hits you in the face like you don't want to leave it's no. like, but you're also like i should not be here no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so that's so that's my advice so what about you now when it comes to cheats like what do you usually like you know reward yourself with um sushi tacos you know a little bit of everything i'm a foodie oh, i yeah. love it i mean i i you know I preach and I coach people and, you know, help them with their relationship with food and all that. But I'm like, guys, like, come on, pizza, tacos, like all that stuff is good. It's just in moderation. So it's kind of whatever. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, we're only human mm-hmm. and we're not saying not to do it. It's just like, you know, yeah, again, like you said, moderation, because if you have this stuff on a regular basis, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's going to be a whole cause and effect situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, how did you get here? Uh if you just look at your resume of what, everything you ate, it's like, <laughs> oh, so that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, but now, yeah, so I would say with me, yeah, the nutri- nutrition was definitely the hardest part because I didn't have a food scale. I didn't know what my macros were and all that. And then I got myself a trainer. And from there, yeah, we actually got to plan it out in a way that worked. Now, it's like I'm sure you do a lot of that with your clients too. Mm-hmm. Like you planned out here's what here's what you're looking to do, here's what I suggest you do, and you just have a whole plan ready to go. Mm-hmm. And practice and finding finding out what's going to work for them. Mm. You know, because we all we all preach kind of the same thing, but what's missing from coach to coach is being able to figure out what is this person, what's going to work for this person. You know, especially if you're busy doing a billion things, you might not be able to make you know, fresh food every day for yourself or breakfast has to be like, you know, something fast, but you got to understand, you know, what your body needs and the macros and the calories. But even before people get to macros or calories, they got to know the difference between what's a vegetable and then what's something that's like deep fried. Right. I mean, it's, it could be that bad sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, um, what is it? Like jalapeno poppers. Like that's a vegetable. Technically, it's fried. <laughs> it just happens to be filled with flaming hot cheese. Yeah, yeah. Or there's so, tomato sauce on a pizza. It's tomato. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, practically no. a salad right there. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, yeah, veggie pizza. That's a salad. Yeah. Just all on one giant crouton. Right. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, 1,200 calories at least. At least. So portion sizes are another thing, too. People don't understand, you know, actually, because nobody reads the labels. No. 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 I mean, yeah, like with crumble, <laughs> like it says like what, like 180 calories. That's, like, that's for one bad. serving, but there's like four servings right. in one. <laughs> I read that the first time and I was like, whoa, no way. How'd they do this? And then I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew it was sizes. too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we can't have anything nice in this. Not, nothing's ever too good. No. It's but, the gluttony, you know. We all want, we all want more. So. Oh, yeah, it's insatiable. But going back to uh, going to making a plan because there is like a general, as far as nutrition goes, like a general like plan. Like mm-hmm. I go by the whole like you are what you eat sort mm-hmm. of thing. That's like you know very like you know blanket statement. But when it comes to like actual personal, uh, like catering to a specific person, because obviously we're all built different. So some people might require more protein than others, or they mm-hmm. might need uh, as many macros, or so on and so forth. So, like, do, whenever you work with your clients, you ever find out like, I here's what here like, what's your height, weight, what are you looking to do, how, like, what's your overall plan? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we go based off of formula initially, mm-hmm. um, just to find a breakdown of like calories and macros. It also depends on their goal. Um, and within that, if you go a little bit further, let's say, you know, Susan over here wants to lose a lot of weight or, you know, Jared or whatever. Um, but I'm finding out that they have a really bad relationship with food and they've been yo-yoing and they've been restricting. It's like, okay, like we actually have to take a step back and work on the relationship here with your, with food and with yourself, instead of going into the same pattern that has failed you time and time again. So before we even get to the numbers, that's what I was saying earlier, is we need to look at the overall big picture here and then kind of be like, okay, like, why don't we find foods that you like to eat that are good, that are whole, you know, we start practicing meal timing, making sure you're eating enough, you're getting enough protein, you know, you're drinking enough water, you know, and that kind of spills over into other things. Like, are we sleeping? Are we super stressed? So it's not just nutrition when I'm working with people. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It all like a whole lives just kind of like, you know, some way or another influence uh what we eat and how often and mm-hmm. all that and i feel like um like the whole uh what was it like the relationship with food i think is very important because some people might use it as like a coping mechanism sometimes or yeah like the whole there's some the, the emotional eating i think that's what they call it mm-hmm. or sometimes people, people just don't know mm-hmm. like they were raised some people were raised on fast food and so, therefore, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> so uh, until they until like until you got like you know the right know how, it's like somebody has to yeah. show you what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, and it's the visual. You know, I like to, like you know when you get into a habit of like cooking these foods and you know the difference of what it looks like, what it tastes like in front of you visually, then that's you know that's going to help you when you're out somewhere, you're at a restaurant. You know, you can kind of you know obviously eyeballing isn't going to be an exact science. We're all really bad at estimating food. You know how dense like some food is per meal. Uh, but it'll still give you a good reference point because you've been practicing that. And that's what I tell people. I was like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to plan out some meals. This is what this looks like. Since people tend to fall off on the weekends and revert back to old habits and then calories spill over. And it's like, why are we losing weight? Well, because you had like a couple full course meals over the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever I'm like, whenever I go to a restaurant, I try eyeball it, but you know, predicting calories is like playing a game on the price is right. You know, it's like, oh, this has got to be 800 calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Way off. No. Or this is a salad. This is a salad. But the salad is more than the burger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird how that works. Mm-mm. And um, and also because uh, I've heard like people online saying, oh, I only eat like, you know, 900 calories a day. And it's like, that is not good. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> that and you guys can say like, where are they getting it from? It's like you you can guzzle, you know, liters of Diet Coke. That yeah. still counts as zero calories, but yeah, that doesn't really yeah. work out for you. And truth be told, they're probably not eating 900 calories. Most, at least if you're in America and if, if it's outside, well, that's still disordered eating. But if it's outside of, you know, a person being 105 pounds, you're not eating 900 calories. Like there's nah. no way. <laughs> nah, nah, I... Not for very long. Yeah, yeah, no way nobody will be able to maintain that. Mm. I mean, unless it's just what, like bread and water. Mm-hmm. But even still, you, you can get up there with just bread alone. Bread is so good. Sourdough. Sourdough? Yes, it's my favorite. What was I going to say? Uh, cinnamon raisin. Cinnamon raisin? Okay. For toast? Okay. Yeah. Make some French toast with that. Mm-hmm. I was a little judgy on that. <laughs> no. 
What, what do you expect me to say? <laughs> like nine grain. Well, you mentioned Ezekiel earlier. Ezekiel, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Health, well, they got cinnamon gay. raisin. Okay. All right. I'll have mm-hmm. to grab that actually. Or uh, what, uh, I, what I didn't get today though. What I got like um, honey oats. Honey it was like oats? the store brand. Yeah. Honey yeah, that's oat. what it was. The wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the wheat. The dyed. Mm-hmm. It might be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably it's got to be on the dye. <laughs> Who knows these days? Food packaging is like, oh, man, sinister. Like if you're gonna go in marketing and you go in food, like food advertisement and things like that for packaging, like you are, you're pretty sinister. Oh yeah, individual. yeah. I mean, have you seen those Super Size Me documentaries? Yeah, parts of them. Yeah, there was the first one, which was all about McDonald's. Then I think it was the second one where he opens his own chicken restaurant. And yeah, they go into detail about uh, you know how how to correctly market something and uh, the deception behind what's what counts as free range. Grass fed. But yeah, yeah. grass fed, grass fed. But yeah, free range. All they had to do was just crack open the door, have a little fence. Oh yeah. That counts as free range. That counts. Read the Mm -hmm. fine print. Now, how are you stocking up? Are you stocking up on eggs? I still eat my eggs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't not. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's oddly, it's a very odd thing that just eggs seem to be skyrocketing. Yeah. But. Yeah, eggs. <laughs> and then in the midst of all this, I, I don't know if you saw on the news, like one of the our biggest uh, chicken providers in the country just happened to go up in flame, literally up in flames, killing over 100,000 chickens. Poor chickens. But I'm also like, don't let it go to waste. <laughs> It's already cooked. It's still good. Package it. <laughs> it's still good. Just put some plastic wrap around it and send it out. You don't want to lose any profit mar- You know, reduce your profit margin. It's still good. It's fried chicken now. I don't know you, if it's, yeah. The work it's, is it's, done. It's, it's fried. <laughs> Cut the middleman out. It's pre-made. Oh, crap. Yeah. No, there's a lot of controversies. There's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, you, it's around that time where it's one of those things where you just put your tinfoil hat on. It's like, okay, who's behind? <laughs> Is anybody else seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> like, what, what what did that balloon have to do with this? Mm-hmm. Just trying to connect the dots. But, Going on the whole eggs thing, I mean, yeah, suddenly, what, it's like $10 for, what, like an 18-pack of eggs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. More than doubled the price now. It's Yeah, it's a lot. I still like my eggs, though. Oh, of course. I'll still eat them. I mean, I mean, I thought like the price of egg whites was a little bit up there, but now just the eggs themselves, like oh yeah, I just got stuck up on the whites. Never mind the eggs. Yeah, gotta go that powdered protein now, I guess for some people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or uh, what was it the uh, the whey isolate? Uh, but uh, but now there's like the vegan protein. Do you have you tried the vegan stuff? They're so chalky. I don't even like the whey protein to be honest. I like steak. Are you going to go doing one of the uh, the carnivore side? No, I just like steak. Oh, steak is by default good. <laughs> it's the best. No, oh. I just if you're if you're gonna sup, that's what I tell people because they're you know, the industry likes to push their own agendas. It's like oh, here's this byproduct. Let's uh, put a label on it and say that you need it for some health reason and uh, maximize your gains. Here you go. And mm-hmm. it's just like wait a minute. But it is, it's a good supplement if you have a hard time getting your protein in and you're on the go and like, you know, I mean, it it, it can be hard for me some days to get all my protein in, so I'll, I'll throw that in different things. Um, but otherwise, yeah, steak, steak is the way to go. Yeah, because it's probably one of the more nutrient-dense foods out there. 
because you have everything all just packed into like one six ounce. Uh, like how do you usually do it? Medium, medium rare. Oh, medium rare. Do you season it? A little it? bloody. Oh yeah, I got to. Salt cool. usually. Now do you grill it or air fry it? Both. Both. Yeah, depends love, on how lazy I am. I love my air fryer. I use that thing for everything. And the yeah. instant pot. You have one of those? Oh, you have one of those? Yeah. Real, how is real that? Real fancy over here. You just oh. push push a button. Don't even have to do anything. I'm like I'm a chef. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but that you should have bought Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like you know, actually, also um, bison meat. Mm-hmm. And what, which uh, surprised me is that weren't these things endangered not too long ago? Yeah, it's interesting how that works. Yeah, it's like I, I actually looked into it uh, before um, before uh, Europeans came to North America. They said there was like sixty million bison across North America. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and like they were, they're on the endangered species list up until whenever. Of someone out, we're allowed to eat them now. We cloned them. Hmm. Or it's not real. Well, they're working on uh, cloning the woolly mammoth, and the dodo bird. I want a dodo bird. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't be against that. They look so. hilarious. <laughs> or they rip your face off. Yeah. They. Yeah. It looks like a. Kind of like um, what is it? Like a, it's a it looks like a very prehistoric bird, but it also kind of looks delicious. So yeah, throw that thing on the grill. See what kind of you know nutritional value you can get packed out of that. <laughs> Be a very tough chicken kind of. I it think like so. Chicken? Yeah, I'd say more like a turkey. Like a turkey, yeah. I think it definitely has more like looks like more like a turkey because as that looks like kind of dry. It does look, yeah. Yeah, there's the brown meat, then there's the white meat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It might, it might be okay. Yeah, we'll find out by 2070. <laughs> be a little while. They have cloned sheep, though. That's true. That's true. I don't eat sheep, but... I haven't had sheep. Nah, I don't but, think I'd like it. But um, but my previous guest, JJ, he grew up in uh, Palestine on a sheep farm, and he says that stuff is delicious. Really? Yeah, he okay. says it's very good for you. And I have a feel. I forgot to ask him this, but I have a feeling it must taste extra good if you hated the sheep you killed. You know, <laughs> it's like you, this you, sheep you, was an asshole. Like, <laughs> I get the last laugh. <laughs> so you'd feel bad if you liked the sheep and you killed it. Yeah. What? Okay, so you, you can't you <laughs> or, can't live or on a farm. Or if you don't have any emotional attachment, at least no positive. All right, you you can't have like chickens or cows or anything like that then. No, because I mean I see them on TikTok and people like you know cuddling with cows yeah. and like oh, the furry the, ones. Have you seen the those? fuzzy ones? Oh my god, they're so cute. Oh yeah, yeah. What what was it? Um, the Shetland cow is that what it is? M- many yeah, many something. Yeah. And they're just super furry. Yeah, just, just a little look calf real. just staring at you. It's like, They don't even look real. Like, I kind of, I want, I want to feel bad about eating your ancestors. <laughs> we'll leave that up to the actual, like, you know, meat cows. Those yeah. are, though I think those are pets usually. They can They've be. they got to be. Oh, yeah, because I don't think those are bred for meat. No. I think they're just bred for basic livestock and milk and whatever. Yeah. Or, or for fun. Yeah, but there is, I think there is like a bison farm uh, north of Nashville. Okay. And you can actually get bison meat there. Okay. So. It probably handle pretty well if it's a small small farm. That might be pretty good. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Props to a slaughterhouse with its own gift shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like one-stop shopping. I'm not against it. Yeah, I still like steak though. I can't help it. Mm. What What would you say was like maybe like the strangest meat you've had? Because like chicken and beef, that's pretty standard now. Yeah. Uh, have you ever gone like explored outside those two? Uh elk, duck, uh, squirrel. Squirrel. Tough chicken. Explain squirrel. It's like a tough chicken. It's I like think. A, like a tough, dense chicken. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. There's also not much to them. I mean, so. it, I mean, yeah, it doesn't look like it's you know packing a lot of protein despite all the peanuts. No, it eats. well, they're lean. It's they're very very lean. Hmm. Now, now, so. what's the story behind that? Um, this was a long time ago. I think one of my one of my dad's friends like shot a bunch, and I'm pretty sure it was in our neighborhood. So they were like not, not like real, you know, wild, juicy. I think they were just like you know, kind of hood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a hood, hood squirrel, squirrel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's this that's roscoe <laughs> i know that i know that squirrel anywhere <laughs> roscoe had it coming <laughs> mean in the streets so no. so he just like just you know took out a few and throw them on the grill yeah scan them the skin come, peels right off and mm. just cook them just mm. like anything else i think uh, i had gator once which is like Ooh. it's a little tough Again, there's just not, I don't know. Yeah, I've, really ha- I've had crocodile, which I assume is like in the same realm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like it where like if fish meets chicken, you know? Kind of yeah. the flavor of chicken, but like the texture of fish yeah. in a way, you know? It's definitely white. It's definitely like a light meat, but once you grill it. A little chewy. Yeah, it is chewy. Yeah. Almost like a, like a salmon, I would say. Yeah. Mm. I do like salmon, though. Salmon is good. Yeah, that's probably my favorite fish. Because right now, as far as fish goes, I'm stuck on tilapia, which so, isn't a natural fish. So plain, too. It's very, it's very plain. Yeah. I mean, it has a good amount of protein in it, but it's a farm-bred fish. Yeah. Like, that doesn't exist out in nature. No. Which I'm very confused as to how that... Sketchy. It, it, yeah, there's another conspiracy theory for us. <laughs> yeah, my tinfoil hat just got a little tighter. <laughs> we'll, now, we'll pause on that one. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, other thing, but uh, speaking of other, uh, I, I want to say conspiracy theory, but mm-hmm. something should be up for discussion is that okay. uh, on right now with social media, there's like a sudden like surge of uh, women on social media calling out creeps at the gym. Mm, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Parmy is like good for them, mm-hmm. but now Parmy is like, hmm. It's like I don't know how real that is, because a lot of the time, like you have the guy Joey Swole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's like all about bringing positivity to uh, gym culture, and a lot of the time doesn't really feel real. Genuine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's social media for you. It's hard to tell. But yeah, a lot of the, I've seen a lot of the videos um, where girls, you know, someone will be in the background checking them out, you know, because they're taking, it looks like they're taking their top off, so that's going to catch everybody's attention, um, you know, and then she'll turn around and blast the guy, and she just so happens to be filming it at the same time, so then he gets put on blast on, on her page. Um, that's a very specific video that I've seen, and I'm sure it's happened before, but then there's a lot of people who do get called out for that. So I think there's two things here. I think it's good. Because it kind of is like, hey, like, if you do this, you're going to be called out because people are still going to be creeps. 
you know, they're just going to find, you know, a little bit more subtle ways to do oh, it, yeah. which might be, you know, I don't want to think about, you know, people, you know, the eyes on me while I'm training. Right. Because everyone, every woman kind of has that thing where that's where my my RBF comes in. That's why I look so mean at the gym, because I'm like, don't don't talk to me. Our, our, uh, oh, our RBF. Resting. Bitches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK. Yeah. 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 I yeah. say I try to I try to look I put my walls up I try to look mean at the gym you know I, don't don't talk to me I have you that can, too you know <laughs> I, except I call it my customer service face yeah I can see that yeah yeah just <laughs> just do not <laughs> talk to me I am not in the mood nope just here for leave a me alone here for a reason I'm trying to get in get out I'm trying to train but yeah I think it's good um, people being called out in general you know you got scummy coaches in different industries. Uh, you know, powerlifting and bodybuilding, doing things that they shouldn't, crossing a lot of boundaries, but, you know, digging up, getting that, getting that dirt dug up is a way to be like, you know, okay, like, if you're going to do this, you're going to get called out. So it's sort of, sort of like a warning flare to other people. So it might subdue some of that activity, but then on the flip side, I do think that people ride on bandwagons like that. And then they try to make it like, you know, you know, that one person who is just like, you know, oh, I hate drama, but like their whole life is drama. It's like, yeah. you might be the drama, actually. Yeah, it might be you. <laughs> do you ever think about that? No, you know. they never do. Yeah, it's just for attention. Of course. So. Yeah, I've seen ones where, I mean, she has a, whole, a tripod, can't, ring light, just like I have right here. At the gym? Yeah. Wow. Well, not a Redcon. Not, okay. But, you know, at other, you know, gyms and um, yeah, they even have like a, a lavalier microphone. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a whole production. Yeah. <laughs> and what are the odds? That there's somebody's gonna look. It's like oh, they have a whole production going. It's like, why are you looking at me? I can't believe. I can I just film myself, but people watch me looking out and not be creeped on. Why am I like I don't, I don't need your attention? But secretly, <laughs> if nobody gave her that attention, why isn't anybody paying attention to me? Paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It it is. A we- it's definitely weird because I mean how because I can speak from my own experience where like whenever I'm there I'm in my own world you know yeah I mean yeah it's kind of like what you said earlier about being in a fight like your brain mm-hmm. takes a back seat your body just goes on autopilot and whenever like my brain is you know back to work it's just like all right focus on this crack out 12 reps work on those last three and that's it Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh there's no, there's yeah. there's Jeff. <laughs> Throw in some metal, do a heavy sex. I need to mentally prepare myself for the pain that's about to happen. Yeah, or if so I have my headphones on, I'm waiting for that right point in the song. Yeah, where it like <laughs> it's like the good part where yep. I feel like I'm in my own soundtrack. Yep. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm never like you no know, worried about what anybody else is doing. Mm-mm. So like you know like it's. It's February, so we still got New Year's resolutioners coming through. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's a new face. Back in my own day. Mm-hmm. So I can only speak for myself when I'm saying I'm not concerned about what other people are doing. Generally, you, no. No. Not at all. No. No. And sometimes I feel bad um, because, like, I try to be I try to be nice, especially to girls, because, mm-hmm. like, it's still a, like a a realm where it's like male dominant usually, especially like Redcon. Like, there's a lot of guy like the the ratio of guy to girl is very it's immediately noticeable so Hmm. like anytime there's a girl there i'm like hey what's up you know try to be nice or whatever but then like most of the time i'm just like you know look like i could murder somebody (laughs) 
I mean, well, and I don't the, mean to be. I don't mean to be mean, but it's just you know. But but still, I mean, plus with your background, I mean, I'm sure you certainly could, or at the very least, put him in like in a chokehold or like a sleeper don't or something. Don't tell everybody my secrets. <laughs> well, like, well, like, do you have like do you have a favorite like go to like Are you more like are you a chokehold or arm bar or leg bar? Yeah, yeah. Crucifix. Um, crucifix. It kind of de- it kind of depends. I try to isolate the neck a lot and the arms. Mm. You know, haven't really ventured to. I got my first heel hook the other day, and I was Ooh. like, oh, I finally did it. You know, because I never practice it. You know, arm. Uh, you know, anything with the anything with the knee or the ankle, which is kind of a try to avoid the knees just out of respect. You know, it's just generally. I mean, even though yanking on the arm isn't great either, but it's just like until I'm more practiced with the knees, I don't want to be yanking on somebody's knee, but. That, yeah. that heel hook was pretty sick because I had somebody going for my leg and I was like, I'm going to try your leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then it worked. Yeah. I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, I mean, yeah. fair is fair. Now, sometimes like you ever watch like UFC or MMA, like whenever they go after the leg, they kind of do this alligator death roll where it's like, oh, there's no coming back after Mm-mm. that. You're done. Mm-mm. You're done. Rip, getting it ripped off. Now, but I definitely like uh, I like chokes. But I so now I'm doing jujitsu and I'm in the gi most of the time, um, pretty much all the time because no gi is just so far, far more exhausting. Um, I might dabble in that because you can generally compete in both at these tournaments. But uh, so I spend a lot of time with the gi, so I have like that. You know, I can use the clothing to my advantage for holds and different things like that. Even still, with those gis, those these can a lot heavier than your traditional karate gi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the ones I used to train with, they're pretty, like, you know, lightweight. But, like, after, he, like, you know, feeling the density of, like, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gi, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like wearing a towel. You know? <laughs> a robe. Yeah, it's like like a very dry and dense robe. Yep. And being able to, like, you know, I feel, I feel like whenever I wore one of those, like, a long time ago, and I feel like I could sell, definitely see myself getting a rash in one of these. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially time. with all that sweat and just just like rolling around the floor, it's like, uh, gotta break out like the Avino or something. <laughs> no, it's a good time. You have rash guards, and like I wear leggings underneath my pants too, mm. and it's not as it's not as abrasive as you might think. And you're all, you're much less concerned about getting you know a a you know a collar hickey from someone trying to choke you out than the fact that somebody's trying to choke you out. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just rolling around trying not to get. Try not to get handled by somebody that's like, you know, twice your size or in the opposite direction where they're just like teeny tiny and super fast. Like those mm. those like really small, snaky, like brown belts and black belts. Oh, my God. So frustrating. Oh, really? <laughs> they can just move in any direction. You know, the little spiders. <laughs> you know, I have seen them like uh, on uh, on YouTube and yeah, they, they're just like in and out. Like they make it look so easy. Oh, yeah. Well, they're good. I mean, they're they're high level. And. Yeah, and like the standard to reach that level is so high. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know how like uh, the, all the ranking system works in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Right now, you said you're like a yellow belt. No, white. I'm white, blue. We'll we'll say blue because I never stuck around long enough in one in one art form to get belted. So, but I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna say it. I'm a blue until I actually have it. Is blue after white? White, blue, uh, purple, brown, black. Okay. Yeah. Some places with, I think, like, like children, they'll do, like, interim belts, like the yellows and yeah. the greens. And... Yeah. I, I trained at a place where they did that, 
And um, yeah, there was there was like twelve belts. There was like I don't know how to go like white, yellow, orange, uh, rainbow, the whole rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of colors. The pride belt. Uh, <laughs> all yeah, all the colors. Yeah, that comes after black. Yeah. Uh, no, th- then there was yeah, there was like green, then blue, then blue with a blue st- green stripe, then purple. Then brown, one, two, three, then black. Mm-hmm. So there was like 12 different mm-hmm. ranking systems with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's like, what, five? It's five, and then you get your stripes. Okay. But I think this, the, it's also one of those things that's up to your instructor. Hmm. Some are more rigid in the way that they rank. You know, you have to spend considerable time. You have to show up to class. You have to look like you're moving well and advancing, and it's kind of up to their observation to then give you the stripes that lead up to the actual, like, belt increase. What I also like about uh, jiu-jitsu is that it definitely has a lot a lot more uh, real-life sort of uses. Mm-hmm. So if, God forbid, you ever find yourself in a tussle, you're like, oh, I know what to do. Just toss them. Just toss them. <laughs> because, you know, it, I mean, it might look cool, but also weird if you just jump into a horse stance. Like, I... <laughs> It might freak them out though. They're like, Maybe. "Wait a minute, what are you? What are you gonna do here?" It's like, "Oh, this guy hit me five times before I even hit the ground." <laughs> Didn't even see him move. <laughs> yeah, do like the five point palm thing from Kill Bill or something. <laughs> That's how it works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have seen. Um, there are actually videos of like real like MMA pro- professional MMA fighters or UFC fighters, just like out and about in the streets. Just like, you know, if God forbid you're ever down Broadway and somebody decides to act right or mm-hmm. wrong, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, well, I know exactly what to do. It gives you a confidence. It does. You know, especially from, you know, speaking just to women, like if I ever get in that conversation, like you should definitely take self-defense classes. And then if you really get into it, just the confidence that you get, because most of the time we don't. I mean, unless you're giving, you know, somebody a friendly hug. You know, you're not having too much physical contact in a way that's like someone's trying to overtake you. So like just feeling what that feels like is very nerve wracking for people. But people who, you know, practice jujitsu and like martial arts, they're used to that, you know. So it's just like you have the advantage because you can react without it just like immediately freaking you out. and You don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. So if you ever find yourself just walking into a bar or a club or whatever and somebody decides to like, you know, you know, Decided to get physical. It's like, you know, just hell, I could be the bouncer. <laughs> just sweep them, embarrass them, make them oh, fall on the floor. Oh, the, there's nothing more satisfying than watching somebody who comes in all cocky just mm-hmm. get their ass handed to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just so, especially in real life. I mean, there's one thing in movies, but when you see somebody come in like, oh, you don't know who you're messing with. No, you don't know who you're talking to. And then three seconds later, they're all on the all ground. On the floor. Oh. All bark. Yeah. yeah, that that's another thing I've noticed. I'm sure you've noticed too. That a lot of like the big talkers, mm-hmm. a lot of people who peacock, mm-hmm. they're one very insecure, and two, when it, when actually it comes time to actually perform, they got nothing. Nothing. It's usually the ones who are quiet. You gotta be careful of those guys. The quiet ones are the ones that are care- you have to be careful of because yeah. you know while you're out there talking, it's like uh, I know. Five ways just to put you in an armbar, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you're yapping over here. I've I've already figured out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put this foot across that side of your face. <laughs> Go all Billy Jack on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, and another thing, too, is, like, if you're if you are actually, like, if you're in it and you respect what you're doing, 
Like, you're not going to go looking for fights. I I can't stand hotheads like that. It's just like, why? And that was for me, too. Like, when I was when I was competing and like when I was fighting, like I didn't have that like that instinct because I never want I never wanted to beat anybody up unless it like came to protecting somebody else or like my own life. So like right. that's why I didn't really go far with it because like you have to have some kind of some kind of switch and I respect everybody that's in it because it's it's an amazing sport. It's really cool to see how far like you know like UFC and things have come, um, fighting in general. But you know I just I I couldn't get into it. So if someone's like talking loud and they're like oh you know I'm gonna hand this to you blah blah blah, blah. like you're not you're not shit this and that. It's just like you like you're you just you're this big to me. Yeah, yeah. If somebody gets into it for like to look for an excuse then yeah they're in it for the wrong reasons i mean usually it's the ones who like going in for either self self-defense or protecting somebody else that which i assume is like 99 percent of everybody mm-hmm. like even like in watch any of his watch any jackie chan movie he mm-hmm. always says i don't want trouble mm-hmm. and we all know what happens mm-hmm. yeah i mean i had a crush on bruce lee when i was growing up that's what got me into it he so. was a handsome guy it's so he was yeah it's, he was only how old was he he was only like 36 when he died it's very young uh from an aspirin was it an aspirin i thought it was a or was it his son it was like a no well brandon lee his son he was in the crow and um and that was the he was accidentally shot with a real bullet yeah seen that happen a couple times hey i mean that 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 was like a cult movie even that was like what the early 90s no late 90s i think yeah, he was a good-looking guy. It sucks mm-hmm. that he he could have gone far, but uh, but yeah, he died from a straight from a accidental bullet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce, he died from a an aspirin. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's another conspiracy theory we yeah. can go on. But yeah, from what I understand, he he took he had he said he was at a friend's house. He had a headache. Uh, he took an aspirin. Fell asleep on the couch and never woke up. Yeah, I don't think so. They said they said it was like he might have had an allergic reaction to an ingredient inside it and caused brain hemorrhaging, and that was that. But then again, there are other people who assume it was uh, like he was taken out by triads because they didn't appreciate him bringing martial arts to America Mm -hmm. because they did have beef with him. But I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean, sad though. It is definitely sad. sad. Though. He was he was amazing. I love the I love the films too. But there's so many other like you know people carrying the torch with like you know, with martial arts in movies since then. I mean you have mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, Jet Li. Uh, one of the newcomers is Tony Jaa. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen like Ong Bak or the, yeah he he popularized Muay Thai. Those and, are great um, movies. I also um. What's the newer movie with the, she's the female. Oh, Michelle, female Michelle Yeoh. She yeah. is, she is such a badass. Oh my, oh my God. It's like, it's about time she got her due. Yeah. Cause she's, she's been, been in, in everything. She's been in everything, but now finally she has her own, her own thing she can call her own mm-hmm. because like every martial arts star has like their, uh, I guess, I don't know, like their, their, their movie. Like it's theirs. Like Jackie Chan has pretty much every one of his movies. Jet Li, uh, Donnie Yen finally got um, Wing Chun. Uh, what was it? Uh, you know what movie I'm talking about? Well, Donnie mm-hmm. Yen, he plays uh, the guy who trained Bruce Lee. Ip Man. Ip Man. Ip yeah. Man. There's, oh. like, there's three of them, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, those are good yeah, films. Yeah, he and he he himself is his own little badass, and now finally Michelle Yeoh with Everything yeah. Everywhere All at Once. I mean, she herself is yeah. you know long overdue for her time. That was a good sun. film. Did you see it? I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen a few scenes. Okay. But from what I understand, everybody keeps raving about it. She's nominated for Best Actress. About time. About damn time. I know. So Go. she finally has her time to shine. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. You think that's because uh, she's a woman? You know, it might be harder culturally? I don't know. As well? I don't know if it's socio socioculturally or the fact that she ran in the same leagues as, as Jackie Chan mm-hmm. and... Uh, Donnie Yen and all them too. So she's yeah. kind of like in that same yeah. club. She does her own uh, stunts too. She does. Yeah, even when you like in Crouching Tiger, that was she did all the wire work. She worked with all the choreography. She was like she she was probably one of the biggest badasses of that whole movie. Not because not because oh, yeah. she was a woman, but because that was her character. Yeah. 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 Big big crush. Big crush over here. Yeah. Yeah. She was a Bond girl. She was in. Um, one of her early Jackie Chan movies. She, she's been in a lot of stuff. So it's it's about yeah. time she's had her time to shine. Yeah. And she's in her 50s, I think. And she looks 30. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Does, yeah. She does not age. No. Hmm. No. No, it's, it's, it's... Well, it's definitely because if you're going to be in a very physical um, environment, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then again, even Sammo Hung, he's a big guy. And even still, he, he could probably whoop some ass too. Oh, still. Absolutely. And um, who else? Also, um, they're doing... Uh, have you watched any of the John Wick movies? Great movies. Keanu Reeves refuses to age. <laughs> Everybody calls him uh, like a, either a vampire or that... What was that old folktale about that guy who has a self-portrait of himself? Oh, yeah? I, mm, like he's a vampire? Yeah. Something. <laughs> what? There's like, mean... a, like an old... like. A, folk tale or like a fairy tale about this guy who has like a, a haunted painting of yeah. himself yeah, and he cannot look at it or else he'll yeah. age in real time. Age in real time. So yeah, that's from a, I've seen that in like a vampire, like the Van Helsing. That's maybe. Where I, that's where I saw that. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, the dude refuses to age and yeah. he did all of his own stunts for John Wick. Yeah. He's a badass. Yeah. He is. He really is. It's and that movie now, star movie. Movie star money. Hey. Yeah, he doesn't have to work another day in his life. He doesn't want to. No. And yet, for some reason, he'll just show up in a SpongeBob movie. Just because he can. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. <laughs> I haven't either. I've just seen that one scene. But, again, that's more of a reason everybody wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, it's very cool. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's pretty cool that there's suddenly almost like an upsurge in like good action movies now. Mm-hmm. Like, even with... Uh, what was it? Uh, shoot. Well, I was I was gonna say the Expendables, but again, that was like old Hollywood, like Arnold and Bruce and Sylvester Stallone having their one last time in the in the sun. Mm-hmm. But now I like the fact there's like a new wave of this stuff, like you know everything everywhere. All God, it's so it's it's a hard, it's a hard title. <laughs> that movie, all the John Wicks. Um, there's gonna be a spinoff of John Wick called. Uh, I think it's the ballerina with Ana de Armas. Mm. She's the one who played uh, Marilyn Monroe in that movie. Okay. Did you ever okay. see that? No. It's messed up. I mean, well, they said it was the first. What's the movie that goes beyond R? But you know what I mean? XR. I don't X. Know. Uh, maybe X, but it was on Netflix, and 
Yeah, she. Oh, this was the documentary about like kind of her life and what she went through. So it was like a biopic. Yeah. And how she, she, like a like the real, like Marilyn wasn't even her real name. It was just a stage name. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but yeah, she's gonna play like the female John Wick, kind of like a spinoff from those. And yeah, yeah, it was just that'll be good. Mm. Actually, well, have you seen uh, the boys? On Amazon. Is it Amazon? The, the is superhero it ones? Yeah, where it's like modern day superhero, but it's like super gory, and it's like yeah. if they're if superheroes were corporate. Yeah, if su- yeah, the, <laughs> but yeah, they're, except they're all assholes. Yeah, yeah, they're all yeah. just a bunch of selfish celebrities, and they yeah. got acting their own. Uh, that's such a yeah. good show. It's such a good show. I guess the uh, the la- the the next one to come out is supposed to be like the worst of the like. It's supposed to be good, but it's supposed to be like super nasty. Oh yeah, super yeah, gruesome. Even worse than that. Uh, that I get. Did you watch the last season? No. Okay. Yeah. There's this one episode which they said it set the bar for probably the one of the most like obscene, disgusting things they've ever shot in the history of television ever. They're good at it though. They are good, and they do it so well that it makes sense to be in that universe. Yeah. But yeah, they said uh, this next coming scene is gonna be like pretty bad yeah well i need i need to catch up on that one because literally in the first episode i mean the guy's girlfriend just yeah just explodes explodes and you're like wow all right we're starting off strong okay yeah how do you yeah how (laughs) how do you defend against that no (laughs) setting the tone i was i was hooked yeah Mm. yeah yeah there's that and um obviously well i don't know if you're watching like the new game of thrones or the new uh lord of the rings or any of that the hobbit the Hobbit. I've seen a little bit of those. Mm. They're all kind of the same to me at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. Probably the last really good show I saw was The Bear. The Bear. It's a it's a Hulu uh, FX. It's all about working in a kitchen. And this guy, he inherits his brother's uh, restaurant. Uh, and he also happens to be one of like, the greatest cooks in all of America. And instead of leaving all the fancy, like, you know, high life fancy restaurants he just works in a little dingy sandwich shop in chicago okay. and he wants to turn it around and that i don't know if you ever worked in the kitchen but that was probably one of the best um just storytelling characters there's no overarching mm-hmm. social commentary or nothing it's just a good story put together mm-hmm. are you talking about the pig the pig pig it's just called pig it's very very similar is that with nicholas cage yeah What's that? It's a good, it's a good, it's a good one. He's like this old, like, he was a, like the best chef in his heyday at, at some part of the country. And huh. like, he just kind of settled down. I think his, I think his wife died. Um, don't, don't quote me on the exact timeline here, but, uh, I think his wife died and he had this like pet pig who would go and like sniff out, um, truffles. Oh. And someone came in and stole it. And then it's like just his journey of going to, going to find him. So it's John Wick, but with a pig instead of yeah. a puppy. Yeah. I could see that. Figure. Mm. It makes sense. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But if you like cooking um, shows like that, like Anthony Bourdain's oh. biopic. Oh, 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 that, yeah, his his whole thing. Yeah, he, I mean, he, okay, he has such a good job. I mean, that was his job. I want that job. That's oh, my amazing. God. amazing. I mean, who wouldn't? You get to travel and eat food. Travel, eat food, talk to people. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And he Checks just... in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he was really lonely, though. 
Yeah, well, like we said, there's no such thing as, a, like, you know, some things are too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's give and take with everything. It certainly is. But also, uh, actually, a pretty good movie I saw was The Menu. The Menu. With, um, oh, God, what's his name? He played Voldemort. Uh, God. But anyway, it's it's kind of like a, like a comedy horror. Interesting. Yeah, basically okay. it's at one of those fancy restaurants. And... um. Like it's all conceptual, like all these, every, all the patrons are like celebrities or uh, like tech guys or um, like food critics or just like the 1%. And it's all about him just kind of deconstructing all this, all the food in front of him, but he has no love for it. Like he's like one of the greatest chefs in the world and he has zero passion for it. Mm. And he just wants to take every, he just wants to kill everybody in this restaurant. Okay. Yeah, he just flies, 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 tells them, we're all, you're all going to die tonight. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, and they're all on the island. There's no cell service, obviously. So, but it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, God. So does Ralph Fiennes, that's his name. Okay, does he kill him with the food or like? Uh, it... I mean, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I watched it on YouTube, so. Okay. YouTube TV. I'm not a cheapskate. <laughs> But it, it's 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 a good one watch. I'll say because there's barely any movies like oh my god that was such a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't said that for any movie in a long time. Yeah. I I've I've seen I've watched a couple of the cooking shows. I like them on um like Netflix and things like that where they'll go in and they'll have a restaurant and there's these you know I'm trying to think of that show but uh somebody in like New Orleans area like started cooking with like. You know, just like traditional stuff in his mom's kitchen. Then it got really popular. He used social media and it just like blew up. And then now is his chance to work in an actual restaurant. And they have food critics come in. And the food critics kind of like, you know, taste test it. Which I don't really understand that because they always look like they don't enjoy the food. Hmm. They're just super critical of it the whole time. Yeah, they all look like that one guy from Ratatouille. (laughs) You know, just gauntly and miserable. (laughs) like, Like, I get it. Your life sucks. That's not my fault. Yeah. Should be happy getting try food all the time, but hey. Oh well, I'm sure they go to town in Nashville. That's for sure. Mm. Oh, they probably would have to wake up in a food coma three days from now. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so I feel like we got really. Felt, <laughs> I mean, since we talk, since I talk about food, oh yeah, you go down like a little <laughs> whirlpool. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to swing your way out of. But anyway, now we got to come back out of that, and let's settle back on training now. Mm-hmm. You're training for your uh, for. Real first bodybuilding competition. Um, so how how would you say your regimen usually looks like? So would you say you do more on it's definitely more on the on the weight side though, right? Yeah, yeah. So right now, currently, um, you know, it's 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 physique specific too. So I'm kind of going for that wellness look. So it's like three lower body days, two mm. every two one upper body day which is strange because i love back day i used to love training my shoulders and like when i was in powerlifting like when my bench was going you know you like bench when it's going well and when it's not going well you hate it so but you know going from that to then doing just all legs but now it's just kind of like i this is the mode i like it you know we're growing some some really nice glutes here so i'm a big fan but yeah that's that's the current split and i'm trying to push push food and grow which can be a little uncomfortable sometimes it's it's a weird thing um but i'm gonna after too long once i actually start dieting down i'm, I'm gonna regret saying that so <laughs> hey i mean once it's all over though what's the first thing you're gonna have 
Probably Pedialyte. <laughs> Pedialyte. I just feel like I'm going to be really thirsty. Really? You know, it's just going to be such a long day, you know, from what I've seen and what I can what, what I can imagine going through that the whole process of getting up on stage, um, which is like the smallest part of the day, right? You got to prep for it. You got to get your tan. You got to get your makeup on. And like, there's just so much extra, extra shit you have to do. Um, you know, not to mention eating very, very little, but it kind of depends. This is my first, my first time with uh, my coach, Olivia. And uh, so it'll be a learning process. Every, every show is a learning process is you take away from it and you get better and you, if you really get into it. Mm. And then there's some people who are just like, I just want to get on stage and get shredded. And I'm like, okay. And then they're done. Yeah. I mean, at least, Which could they, be can, me. At least they can say they did it. Yeah. 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 It's so. hard. It's a hard thing to do to deny yourself food for months on end. Can you, I mean, Oh, j- just for this <laughs> one moment, just for a few minutes on stage. So you spend mm-hmm. literally most of the year for just like five minutes on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is like in some way it is like stand up. You just go through months <laughs> right? or even years worth of suffering and just trying stuff out, working at it, trimming the fat, mm-hmm. get, get making the act as lean as possible. Then when you finally get to put it out there for the world to enjoy, we'll see how so it all works out. Someone heckles you in the middle of After it. all that. <laughs> I couldn't imagine somebody heckling during a bodybuilding competition. You were asking for it. Ask for oh, they, they would get thrown out immediately. <laughs> yeah, you can you cannot do that. Yeah, heckle a bodybuilder. See what happens. No. Let alone one that, you know, trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I will come up off the stage right now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd probably laugh, actually. On top, I mean, plus you say you're doing uh, three lower body for one upper body? For one upper body. Uh, yeah, but that's just, again, it's physique specific for, like, the wellness category. Like, they are, like, centaurs. Like, they have massive lower bodies. Massive. And it's just the only asymmetrical division. So that's just kind of what I'm what I'm trying But I don't mind it. I, I like it. You know, throw in some jujitsu when I can make it in there. And mm. that's that's the split right now. Minimal cardio. I know, coach, I need to get my steps up. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, it's like, I never look forward to leg days. Even when I do do that, I mean, I do them, but it's just like, oh. It's a different pain. It is. Yeah. Like for me, I would say the one machine I don't like is also the most effective. And it's probably the hack squat machine. Hack squat. Mm. That'll humble you real quick. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, it's uncomfortable. You're at a weird angle, but it works all the right muscles all at once. Yeah. So as soon as you get down with that last rep on your last set, it's like, oh, you just finally, finally. Yeah. I see some people try to load up all the plates on there. I'm like, that's not going to move. <laughs> so you're a glutton for punishment if you decide to do that. Yeah. I mm. see people try. Is that your favorite? Um, yeah, That's your most hated exercise. I, mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with yeah. it. I love the fact yeah. that it works all the right muscles, but I hate the fact just in the position, the physical position you're in. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. um, there's a there's this new machine. Um, looks like kind of looks like, looks like a swing almost. Yeah. Up in the, the leg area. The pendulum. The pendulum. Squat. I haven't used that, but that that looks different. Yeah, you should just give it a whirl. There's so many, like, leg presses and squat machines, but it also depends on your body type. So, like, you know, me having longer femurs, I'm not a huge fan of the hack squat. You know, it's a long way down. But, like, shorter guys might be cool with it. You know, they can rock it out, throw, like, six, eight, ten plates on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, with me on the hack squat, I mean, like, you have to get all the way down there (laughs) just before the thing hits, then you got to pop back up again. I got, like, I don't want to say the Groot legs, but, you know... (laughs) 
I want to say, I don't want to call them tree trunks either. <laughs> but still, Long being way. able to go down that and just, it just does a number on you. But that, yeah, I couldn't only imagine trying to do, doing that three days a week. Yeah. No, not three days a week. Well, it's three lower body days. Three lower body days for one upper body day. Mm-hmm. A lot of glute thrusts, you know. Got to hit the glute from all angle. Mm. A lot of hamstrings. I need to bring my hamstrings out, but trying. Walking trying. lunges. Do those sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Doing these things called a suitcase um, squat. So it's toe elevated with like the heaviest dumbbells I can do. And it's a very narrow squat and you go all the way down. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of like the hack squat, but just with dumbbells. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It's great. But I mean, that too, like, <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Training in full range of motion um, is is the way to go, you know, because I'm not trying. It's not like it's not like powerlifting where I'm trying to just hit depth and then come right back up. You know, it's like I'm going to go all the way through the range of motion so that I can hit all of the muscle. So, and not. Like, uh, this is something I like to do where, like, sometimes where you feel like, like a, you, it's usually the last three reps, which are the worst. Yeah. So what I like to do is I like to like, you know, trace back into like a memory or something that really made me angry. Mm, use anger. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like somebody like, uh, I don't know, like blacklisted me off a show or <laughs> like screwed me over off money or something. Yeah. So that's why I like to just kind of fuel me to try, like make it through those last three. Yeah. So I do like what... Do you do something similar to like get you through it? Um, I think it's because I know that a lot of people do do the hatred thing, but I think this goes back to like any any of the way that I train. Like I train best when I'm actually in a good mood. Hmm. Yeah, when I'm actually because I just I just don't I don't give a fuck. Like I know it's gonna hurt, <laughs> and I know hey, that's a good attitude. Because <laughs> I know it's gonna hurt, but I know I'm there for a purpose, and I'm also not scared of it. So it's just like, fuck it. Like, I want to have, I want to be jamming out to my music. You know, sometimes I'll just go blank and I'll just do it. Cause I'm like, you know, some days are worse than others. You just try to, you try to get through it. So you kind of just like black out a little bit. You just don't think about anything. But I think using anger, I'll just get pissed off and want to go fight somebody instead of train. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you're in the, in the gym, like part of your brain's like, oh, my God, a day. Then now part of it's like, fuck you, brain. Let's go do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Okay, this was awesome. This just flew right by. Yeah. So before we go, let everybody know where they can find you, uh, what your social medias are, anything they can uh, reach out to you with. Let them know. Yeah, it's uh, Instagram, Miss K. Uh, that's what most people call me, K. And then I also have my uh, training, my coaching page, which, which is Kiss Nutrition. Keep it simple. Okay, with one S or two S's? Just one S. Okay. Yeah, I'm not calling people stupid. Okay. Keep it simple. All right. So in that case, thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Mm -hmm. Everybody, thank you for listening. Once again, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tony Tell Joke. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time.